At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz, hour number three. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard here with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada on a Sunday. Keeping tabs on Sunday night football between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. They are currently tied at 10 apiece. Joe Burrow getting into the end zone, finding Hayden Hurst late in the second quarter, and then Evan McPherson adds a about a 35-yard field goal there before the half to tie the game up. The Ravens started out quickly but have slowed down here in the second half and they have a history so far this season of slowing down in the second half we'll see if they can produce any offense it was the Bengals who really weren't producing much offense early in this game they turned it on in the second quarter anyway 10-10 awaiting the second half kickoff which the Ravens will get the ball first Uh, Mike let's talk some football contests and of course we have a number of them here in Las Vegas and I want to specifically talk about Circa Survivor Circa Million and the Westgate Super Contest. And first, we'll talk about Circus Survivor, the most popular pick with 449 entries landing on the Jacksonville Jaguars falls today as the Jaguars go down to the Houston Texans at home as seven-point favorites. So 449 entries out there. That was about 36% of the field that was remaining in Circus Survivor, just 1,200 or so remaining People in the Circus Survivor contest, and now almost another 450 out. The Buccaneers were the second most popular pick. That's a winner. 
The Vikings were the third most popular pick. That was a winner. The Buffalo Bills, the fourth most popular pick. That was a winner. The 49ers were the fifth most popular pick. That was also a winner. But the next choice, the sixth most popular pick in Circus Survivor this week, was the Green Bay Packers. And you had roughly 45 people. I believe it was 48 people, actually, that landed on the Packers. And indeed, it was 48. So almost 500 people there, which almost cuts the field in half again with the loss of the Jaguars and the Packers in Week 5. Yeah, we talked about this on uh, the reveal on, on yesterday's show. Uh, when it came to Survivor, the top five picks right there. I was nervous about Jacksonville. Hey, and you were right, man. It, it was explained to me that it was a bet uh, against Houston, which I get, uh, not necessarily on Jacksonville. But I'm like, can you trust that, though? And I, I just thought it was too early in the season to maybe chink that, take that chance, especially mm-hmm. with Survivor. Uh, but then also you think about how many multiple entries do we have left, too? Uh, in this contest because we saw the Buffalo Bills be used up a little bit. It was the right. fourth uh, popular pick. And and so the reason why I mentioned that, I think you would want to save Buffalo for as long as possible into uh, the holiday schedule right there too. But uh, you had the Buccaneers as the second most popular pick. Uh, there you go with a Christmas Day schedule too with the Buccaneers. So the way that this thing is going with Survivor, I don't know if it even gets that far, but – uh, my goodness, what the strategies are going to be next week or this coming week uh, is going to be highly fascinating. Well, you run down the rest of the board here. You had 39 people advance on the Saints. You had mm-hmm. 26 people that are waiting the Monday nighter with the Chiefs. 26 entries are on the Kansas City Chiefs. Four people, or four entries rather, are already out with the Denver Broncos losing on Thursday night. Four entries advance on the Patriots in a route today over the Detroit Lions. The Eagles, two entries on the Eagles. They advance over the Arizona Cardinals and two entries on the Ravens right now in a tie game after one half of football at home against the Bengals. <laughs> one entry on the Chargers. <laughs> right. Boy, is that a lucky one right there. The Chargers, that entry escapes and moves on to week six. Another entry that was on the Browns. You wonder if that was an entry just splitting the two that they had left. I, I can't imagine that's the case, but maybe. Uh, one entry on the Cardinals, that is a loser. And one entry on the Rams, mm-hmm. that is also a loser. And congratulations to all the Circus Survivor participants. Everybody got their picks in this week for the second week in a row. Um, All right, let's take a look at Circa Millions. We do have the Bengals game pending here, as that was one of the most popular picks in the Circa Million contest. The Bengals catching three and a half points. And, of course, that is key, because when you look across the street there at the Westgate, the Super Contest, one of the most popular picks there is the Ravens minus three. So that half point, every half point matters, Mike. And it decides one of the most popular picks in the contest in both of these contests, one is on one team and one is on the other side just because of a half-point difference there. Very interesting. The Buccaneers were the most popular pick in both contests. Those are losers. The Cowboys was the second most popular pick in both contests. That is a winner. The Cleveland Browns catching two and a half was the third most popular pick in the Super Contest. That is a winner by the hook. The Titans were the third most popular pick, laying one and a half in Circa Millions. That is a winner. The Browns were a push in the Circa Contest at getting just two points. And then, like I say, they have the Bengals pending plus three and a half. And the Westgate Supergate, our Super Contest, has the Ravens pending minus three. So, you know, the consensus so far, Mike, in both Circa and Westgate has been pretty successful so Mm -hmm. far, uh, but a little bit of a reverse today. 
Yeah, a reverse today, uh, too. I mean, you think about the perceived line value that you're going to have, too, with the Bucks, but yet that's a loser uh-huh. uh, because yep. of what pl- paid out, played Looked out. like a winner for a long time. It did, especially when you found, okay, I got the line value on my favor, too. I, I might maybe anticipated that, uh, which is fascinating. And then the Cowboys uh, with Cooper Rush continues uh, their journey. Uh, you know, the Titans, uh, I I know Sharps were on the, the commanders, and, mm-hmm. and I was with a group of people and, and, a, and a good friend of mine, too, in terms of why did the Sharps – lean and, and move in on the commanders what did they know right and that's what he kept asking me uh, I'm like I don't know if they knew anything um, but uh, to me it just seemed like a solid play as it got down to pick them it went against you uh, if you were uh, back in the Titans or if you selected the Titans too at minus one and a half uh, with this uh, millions contest I, I, it just seemed like uh, from a commander's standpoint I, I, I can't explain why Sharps were in on the commanders that way? Well, I I think it was a couple of things just on the surface, and there could be other reasons as well. Mm -hmm. But I I think the situation, it was a desperate situation for the commanders at at one and three on the year. Mm -hmm. Okay, And and they were at home uh, against a team that had just won outright as an underdog and now was going on the road and was in the role of a road favorite. And and I think the wise guys, you know, the professionals that do this for a living, I don't think they – believe a whole lot in Tennessee. Okay. I, I don't think they think Tennessee's a great team. Now, I, I think they also know Washington's not very good uh-huh. either. Um, but especially when they were getting three points early in the week uh, in the Westgate Super Contest, they were getting two and a half points. Mm. Uh, and, and they still felt that there was value uh, against you know a, a, a team that they don't rate very high that was in the role of a favorite on the road against a desperate home team. So I, I think the situation... Uh, certainly favored the Washington Commanders. And, and you know, I, it was a play that I made, too. I made it early yeah. in the week, plus three. And, and we talked about that trend. You know, 68% of the time, teams in that situation, one and three off of a loss, yada, yada, yada. Um, it didn't come through for the Commanders. And and it looked like it would, yeah. for God's yeah, sake. They're down at the, you know, first and goal, second <laughs> yeah. and goal, third and goal, and Carson Wentz throws an yeah. interception. Yeah, you get winced. Uh, we got Wentz <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a verb now. Um, no, but yeah, but then the key number, like right there with the Browns, like there's a, there's a reason why you look for hooks at times too. And sure. uh, that was a popular play with circa millions uh, plus two, uh, and you get to push right there. Yeah, and then, the, of course, the, the Bengals, you know, like I mentioned, a huge difference with the hook there. Mm-hmm, right. You know, one of the most popular picks in circa million because it's three and a half. Yet down the street at the Super Contest, the Ravens is the fourth most popular pick because it's at a flat three. And now you have a tie ball game after one half of football. The mm-hmm. Ravens are going for it on fourth and two. And boy, that receiver was wide open <laughs> and Lamar Jackson overshot him. The Cincinnati Bengals will take over on downs here. That was the first uh, possession of the second half for <sighs> the Baltimore Ravens. Now 12 and a half minutes left in the third quarter. And the Cincinnati Bengals will take over in their own territory, about their own 40-yard line. But, uh, boy, did he have that guy open yep. and just uh, overshot him by about 10 yards. He had two touchdowns, actually, on his drive that he overshot receivers. Earlier, uh, I want to say it was DuVernay, I can't remember, uh, or through the middle of the field, he, he launched it. Uh, this one, again, throwing on the run, just lob it up there, really, Lamar. And uh, maybe a little too amped up right there, inaccurate with the pass. Either way, I mean, it's a touchdown. Uh, so <laughs> missed opportunities continue in this football game in the second half for the Baltimore Ravens. 
Well, in the Super Contest, the Westgate Super Contest, of course, I mentioned the Ravens minus three, one of the consensus picks there. Coming into this week, Mike, the consensus was very successful in the Super mm-hmm. Contest. They were 15-5. and five. Wow. Yeah, that, that's exceptional. Yeah. Uh, and if the Ravens do not cover the three points in this ball game, that will be a two and three record for the Super Contest Consensus Five. Right now, in the Circa Consensus Five, you are two one and one. You have a push on the Browns with the Bengals catching three and a half. The consensus so far for Circa also very successful at thirteen and seven. And they could be looking at a 3-1-1 one, and one week here, which would basically continue mm. where they're at already in being very successful. That would put them at 16 wins through the first five weeks of the season. Not too shabby for the consensus, really, for both contests. Right, not too shabby at all. I mean, you're trying to get out in front of that. I think we talked about that, and, and certainly it's a pro tip in terms of because uh, people, the reveal of any contest and, and the consensus picks here uh, could be uh, playable for for betters out there, yeah, right, and and so following along or trying to anticipate that too can be beneficial. I, I really like the approach of uh, perceived line value, and uh, if you can get out in front of that too, uh, that has been helpful until this week. But uh, I think that will continue. I mean, it's it seems like that theme uh, is pretty prominent right now. Yeah, I think some people play the contest and just pick off games where there is value, mm-hmm. you know, where mm-hmm. where the live line has changed versus what the contest line is. I think that's a strategy that people employ where they just simply play those games. Now, if you look at these games, the, the Buccaneers were really the only one where you had much of a difference between what the contest line was and what the actual market line was at the close. So. Interesting contest stuff week in and week out, Mr. Pritchard. When we come back, we'll get back into the game recaps. We'll talk about that Commanders and Titans game right here on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Football Blitz on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 
Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands that there isn't just one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline is a little bit different, but whenever you feel like you're ready to take your first step towards change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard back with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. And Justin uh, Justin Tucker, Mr. Reliable from 61 yards, is good. It was the Baltimore Ravens who went for it on fourth down, and Lamar Jackson overshot his wide-open receiver. They turned it over on downs. And then just a couple of plays later, Queen intercepts Burrow, and the Ravens are going the other way. The drive stalls. They go three and out, basically, but they bring in Tucker to kick the field goal from 61 yards rather than going for it on fourth down again. And they now lead the Cincinnati Bengals 13 to 10. And we're right back to where we started, Mike. The Baltimore Ravens, a three and a half point favorite in the live market. 43 and a half is your total. Yeah, if you're Cincinnati, I mean, how fortunate are you to only be down by three on the road? Uh, when you started the game with one, five punts, one, two, three, four, five punts, uh, and now an interception in the second half. Your other drive was a touchdown. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly you had a field goal too. So uh, there you go with Cincinnati. You're only down three points. A lot of action in this game, but a lot of mistakes too. Uh, which, okay, why are they making those mistakes? Why is Lamar Jackson, who's been playing so great, how is he missing wide open wide receivers now? Uh, and then Joe Burrow, you know, the, the problems kind of continues. You know, either trying to force a ball or you're trying to get a ball to a particular player, or they can't protect you, or, or the scheme and, and the disguises out there are fooling you. Uh, so either way, sloppy uh, right now through three quarters, almost through three quarters, uh, and certainly featuring the under uh, situations yeah. for a lot of people right now. Yeah, the under looking pretty good right now. Again, your in-game total about five points off of where it was prior to kickoff at 43 and a half. Just looking up here, they were showing some highlights of the game, and you know, some of the missed opportunities and missed throws by Joe Burrow. Uh, Jamar Chase uh, has two catches for 11 yards in this game. Yeah. Yep. And, and we're already, uh, you know, uh, five minutes into the third quarter. Two catches for 11 yards. Hayden Hurst really has been the favorite target for Joe Burrow. He has four catches for 39 yards and a touchdown. Take, taking a look at prop watch here for you, Pritch. Uh, Joe Mixon, 38 yards rushing. <laughs> still about 20 or 25 to go before he gets over that 59 and a half. The prop we were talking about prior to the game. Lamar Jackson, just 96 yards passing. So still on pace mm-hmm. to stay under 225 and a half yards there. Uh, and he just has 15 yards rushing. So actually lost a yard he was at 16 it doesn't look unless he breaks a big one here I mean we still have a lot of football right. left um, but I don't know if Lamar Jackson's going to get over 59 and a half yards rushing. yeah I mean it, it seems like it's going to be difficult to, to go over that uh, but again you, you wear down your opponent you, you get in these tight situations these panic uh, situations either way uh, things can happen normally right and uh, you know Cincinnati is interesting because even though they're down by three they're predictable. They're going to run that ball in first down, which I don't know why. And teams, that's what they just did. They don't handed know why it off to Mixon, yeah. who gained probably half a yard on first down. It's such an unknown down. 
uh, until you make it a known down, like, like right now, second and long. Right. It's going to favor the defense, right? And, and so now you've already had difficulty all game long converting, moving the ball, uh, you know, uh, it, just possessing the football too. Uh, so now you get into these difficult situations. So I, I just don't understand uh, why coaches get like that uh, and these tight ball games that way. Well, we saw them start the game off much differently where they were throwing it on first down. Mm-hmm. And uh, now in the second half when they're trailing, they go back to running on first down. I don't know, a, a positive play there for a few yards anyway, but they'll have probably third and five or so coming up here with about eight and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Again, Baltimore leading 13 to 10, eight and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter, and they remain a three and a half point favorite in the live market. All right, let's talk about the Titans and the Commanders. This one really got under my skin because I was on the Commanders uh, in the contest plus two and a half points. Excuse me. me. And it's got me choked up. I was so uh, Mm -hmm. disgusted by this game. Wow. Yeah. But uh, I had him plus three in a bet Mm -hmm. and plus two and a half in the contest. It closed Pickham with a total of 43. And the Titans got the scoring started with a Tannehill to Dontrell Hilliard touchdown pass. But the commanders responded. Carson Wentz to Deami Brown for a 75-yard score. And it was 10-7 Washington. Then Derrick Henry rushed it in from one yard out to close out the first half. And Tennessee went into the locker room with a 14-10 advantage. Then it was Wentz to Deami Brown again. A 30-yard score for Washington. And they were out in front, 17-14. Then it was Derrick Henry again, back and forth here as the Commanders and Titans went back and forth in this contest. And it was 21-17 Titans entering the fourth quarter. With less than a minute left in the game, the Commanders had the ball first and goal. On third and goal, with 16 seconds left, Carson Wentz threw an interception, and that was it. Washington had a chance to win it. They don't. They drop to 1-4, and 21-17, your final. Tennessee wins its third game in a row. They're now 3-2, and two, and they are your first-place team in the AFC South Division. Game stays well under the total. Well under the total, and you, you have to have the ability to run the ball into the end zone if you can. Uh, I, I think Washington would wish that they can be able to do that. There was plenty enough time to kind of do that once they got into that. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. Right, but... And, and I thought that was one of the keys to this game, too, was going to be their rushing attack mm-hmm. against a relatively weak run defense. Right, and, and so you think about the Titans. They stepped up in instances uh, in this game uh, from a defensive standpoint. Uh, so Tannehill is not going to wow you with numbers. Uh, we know that about his game. That's probably why the Titans want to move on from him. But who's going to wow you is Derrick Henry, uh, and can you stop him? Uh, it is becoming difficult out there. This guy might win comeback player of the year, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but he's got another uh, game over 100 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Uh, but he's getting to the perimeter. He's getting to those mismatches where he's oversized compared to those de- defensive backs out there. And that's, that's what Tennessee wants to get to. That's what the Titans want to get to if they can. And that's why I liked him in terms of, how they wanted to run the ball. I know the commanders can get after the passer. I know they can. I know they're physical that way too, but they played pretty well on defense. They did. They played solid, but you know, controlling the game too, uh, and then playmaking uh, ability. When you think about the Titans being able to get that 21 points on the scoreboard right there, I think where the commanders are challenged is Carson Wentz can put up the numbers. We've seen that, but he, I don't know. He's not a clutch guy. 
No. He's not a clutch player. And I mean, it was clutch to drive him all the way down to a first and goal situation. Sure. But the PI and they got some lucky. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Some lucky things happen that way. But no, I'll give I'll give Carson Wentz credit that way. But I, he he is an athlete, too. And, you know, sometimes you can make plays with your legs if, 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 if it's there. But the Titans, they dropped everybody in the throwing lanes. And now he's trying to force the ball in there. And uh, unfortunately for the commanders, it ended up into a pick. Yeah, you know, obviously the Commanders had a chance to win that ball game. Mm-hmm. Would have been just their second victory on the season, and and, and we explained in a in a segment prior to that uh, I thought it was a good situation for them. They were a desperate team. I don't mm-hmm. think Tennessee is that great, and here they were in the in the role of a road favorite. Um, but I, Carson Wentz, you know, just continues to disappoint. He's really, and, and we've said this before. I don't think he's ever been the same since the knee injury yeah. in 2017. Uh, he's been a completely different quarterback, it seems, ever since. And even though they had a chance to win this game, and you could argue probably should have won the game, it felt like Tennessee was the better team all day. Yeah, it did. And, you know, for Vrabel, too, as the head coach of this football team, I mean, I, I think you have your team thinking that you can win a division now, mm-hmm. right? Because if you look at the landscape of, of that division and – uh, nobody's running away with it. I don't think anybody will run away with it. But uh, can you can can you get better in a get better league? Can you get improve your performance each and every week? So to go on the road uh, like this against a desperate team and still to get the victory, I, uh, that might bode well a little bit for Tennessee. Now they are challenged. I'll, I'll keep using that word uh, for what they need to get to. Uh, they need their rookie to get back healthy if he can. Uh, talking about Burks uh, to help out um, uh, Derrick Henry, but. Yeah, I mean, they're finding ways to win right now, and that's all you can give to the Tennessee Titans right now. And we talked about it on the Saturday edition of the Pro Football Blitz. They have cluster injuries at linebacker. Right. That's one of the reasons I liked Washington Mm -hmm. later in the week when we saw all those injuries develop, not not only Traylon Burks and and other spots around, around the club for the Tennessee Titans as far as injury, but smack dab in the middle there trying to defend that run, which is probably the best offensive weapon the commanders have, they had four starting linebackers out of this ballgame. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a lot, too. I mean, you talk about cluster, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think for Tennessee, and we saw that, too, giving up a lot of yards in the passing game, and uh, they don't really get after the passer because we know about the sack situation. Uh, now, Carson Woods was sacked a number of times, three times, to be exact. Uh, but, yeah, Tennessee, they could win the division and get to the playoffs, and that's the only way that this football team could get to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. The Cincinnati Bengals are on the move once again, trailing the Baltimore Ravens 13 to 10. We'll update you when we come back. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The NHL season has officially begun and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide is available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those that are new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at vsin.com slash subscribe. 
Boy, uh, what a turn of events there in the football game, huh? While we were at commercial, Mike and I watching the Cincinnati Bengals just unravel there at the two-yard line. They had uh, first and goal, mm-hmm. and uh, Mike and I are thinking run the ball. They play action to Joe Mixon, and Joe Burrow throws it and hits Hayden Hurst in the back. Uh, he was double-covered. Didn't work very well. They try a Philly special on second and goal, and that doesn't work. They are sacked and lose about 15 yards. And then, uh, let's see, on third and goal, they get a nice play to Jamar Chase where he kind of gets it back to where they originally were at about Mm -hmm. the two-yard line or so. And then Zach Taylor decides to go for it on fourth and goal. You've got Joe Burrow in the shotgun, empty backfield, and he tries a shovel pass, and and Calais Campbell really – was wreaking havoc and blew that play up. And I said, and so they they walk away, they turn it over on downs, no score. It remains 13 to 10, Baltimore Ravens. I talked about this on our Saturday edition where we preview all the games. I didn't have a real strong feel for this game, which side I wanted. You know, mm-hmm. catching the three and a half with the Bengals looks good, laying the three with the Ravens looks good. I said, I kind of leaned to the Ravens because I felt at some point Zach Taylor was going to mess it up with play calls. And I think he may have just done that with about two and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Brady, I tell you what, uh, first of all, you're trying to win the game from the sidelines as a head coach. Why do you try to do that? We've, we've seen Sean McVay do that. He corrected it. They won a Super Bowl. Uh, Zach Taylor, who, by the way, uh, is they're the Rams East. If you factor in uh, Zach Taylor and his path and okay, what he's trying to do uh, with the Rams, uh, excuse me, with the Bengals. So when you go empty uh, in shotgun, there's only one play in a playbook, yeah, really. I mean, yeah. you, could, you could sprint out to your right, uh, sprint right option. You don't see that, right? Uh, but they didn't have enough players to do a play like that. Or you come back and do a shovel pass, and that's exactly uh, what Zach Taylor called. And uh, he's got upset players right now. So the, the thing about it, uh, Brady, coaches that try to win games from the sideline, they let their teams down. And as players – we just want you to give us an opportunity to win. So let's have a discussion about why are you in shotgun at the one and a half, two yard line? Mm-hmm. You're not with giving, an empty backfield. With an empty backfield, but just the whole series, the sequence of plays, like they try to do a rub route with Hurst and, and I think Chase. You, you, you're trying to do, okay, you're anticipating, man, can you get under center? And then now you're telling the defense that, you know what, this team might run the football. But right, you exactly. Can, you can still get to a rub route situation under center. But if you're in shotgun, you know they're going to throw the football. They don't have a fullback. They're not lead blocking. They're not doing anything from a running game standpoint. So as a player on the field, we're not being put in a position to be successful right there at the one-and-a-half-yard line. And that is frustrating. And we're seeing that uh, play out right now on the sideline for the Bengals. So uh, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, I don't know why more and more coaches are doing that. Uh, They need to get away from it uh, and get back to trying to help the players be successful on the field with their play calling. Well, I thought there was two play calls there that were really bad. I I mean, the first one, you mentioned the rub route. Mm -hmm. No, that that, that was not so bad. I I understand, okay, it just didn't work. It wasn't well executed. But the Philly special was awful. (laughs) Right. I mean, the Ravens completely had it read. Right. And and it just led to a big loss of yardage. And then they made it up, and and that was a nice play. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then, like you talk about, Joe Burrow goes into shotgun, so, so, you know, that kind of takes away some of the mystery right there. Then the backfield is empty as well. Mm-hmm. So the, the Ravens basically only have to plan for a couple different things you can do. Right, right. And 
I mean, you're giving the defense the defense a huge advantage when you do just that, by lining up under center. You put doubt inside a defense mm-hmm. because they have no idea what you're going to do. You can but, do anything you want, right? But you get into shotgun now. A defense is like, okay, what are our keys? What did we see on tape? What formation are they in? What personnel do they have? They have so much information, and so the advantage goes to the defense when you're in shotgun. Now, some teams can make it work. Some teams are physical up front. They'll just blow a defense off the ball and push them into the end zone, even out of shotgun, and get a first down or a touchdown. Uh, But a lot of times, most teams do not do that. They try to get fancy. They try to get cute with a Philly special uh, and and that nature, or a shovel pass, right? But that's not fooling anybody. That's a coach, again, on the sideline trying to win the game instead of letting the players uh, play the game like it's supposed to be, uh, physical, uh, and certainly giving them an opportunity to have success just by lining up under center with your quarterback. And we are winding down the final seconds here, tick off the clock, and we have hit the fourth quarter. Baltimore is currently driving, still in their own territory. Lamar Jackson just rushed for about three yards to get a first down for the Ravens. They are up thir- uh, 13-10 to 10 as we begin the fourth quarter in Baltimore. They remain three-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market. Your total your live total all the way down to 36-and-a-half. And what we talked about, Mike, mm-hmm. about just, you know, playing just the rule of thumb, the, the pro tip, you trust that original number. If you're going to bet the second half total here, it is by far going to the <laughs> under here. Yes, not, it is. Not, and we've got a full quarter of football mm-hmm. left here, uh, but they've only scored three points in the second half. Right. Well, Lamar missed two t- t- chances for a touchdown. Uh, you can throw seven more points on the board, and then, okay, you had maybe another opportunity for seven more points right there too. Uh, but it's just like the game of football. Like when it comes to betting for me, sometimes it's like, uh, more times than, than not, uh, teams find ways to lose games and win them. You know, that's the whole Trent Dilfer thing. <laughs> so when it comes to betting, I mean, keep that in mind, right? It, like if teams are finding more ways to lose, then certainly you bet against success in that way, right? And uh, in terms of you look at a total, uh, are these two teams ready for that total? Obviously not. Uh, trying to go over uh, in that situation pre- pre-flop before this game even got kicked off. Well, uh, you know, maybe we should have gone to our pro tip that we did uh, many weeks ago. I believe it was one of the first weeks of the program, first weeks of the NFL season, when we said, you know, I think traditionally you want to try and play the under on Sunday night football. Sunday night football. Because, you know, all of those bettors that have either lost money or whatever, or they're Mm -hmm. trying to to hammer home and compound, uh, make some more money. Uh, You know, the get even or get even deeper game, we often call it. Uh, a lot of those betters will play the over in these primetime nationally televised games. They want to see points. And, you know, usually there's high-profile teams on the game as right. well. And, right. and you expect them to be explosive, like, like these two teams are. And, you, mm-hmm. you know, then you the Chiefs and the Raiders or, or what have you. So usually there's teams uh, that can put up a lot of points in these type of games. And, and the general public will run to the window and bet on the over. And, and sure enough, uh, our, our pro tip was – you oftentimes get a lot of value in playing the under because that line gets really inflated. It gets pushed up. Now, tonight we saw it bounce back and right. forth quite a bit. Right, right. Usually you kind of see it go one one direction there and get pushed towards the over, and, and you can give yourself a nice position on an under. And sure enough, we're uh, headed for an under right now as it stands. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you factor in a flow of a game too, uh, Brady, I mean, thinking about maybe 24, 24 at some point in this game and, and something like, like that, and okay, you look at 47 and a half, uh, that, that's a, a situation that it looks enticing 
the plays are there, but it's going back to uh, what we've seen a lot of times, so whether it's unders cashing uh, earlier on. I mean, this week is kind of different, obviously, and we had a number of home favorites, sizable home favorites uh, this week too, which uh, talking to my friend again, like if you tease up the dogs here in, uh, this week, a lot of times, because uh, he's a big teaser player, and uh, you can find a lot of success like he did today. Um, but, yeah, I, I think each and every week presents all that opportunity. But certainly uh, on a Sunday night primetime situation, uh, that under, uh, we were just talking about trends as well, but uh, that under situation, uh, yeah, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty looks uh, so much more attractive than what I did prior to this game. Well, I'll tell you what, and it's not like the Ravens' defense, I don't think, has been outstanding. I, I mm-hmm. think it's been better, um, but I feel like it's been more of the inefficiency of the Bengals' offense. It has been. Uh, slow start. Uh, got into some success in terms of adjustments in that first half, and then, okay, you get an opportunity, you move the ball, and then you blow it uh, from the sidelines. Thank you very much, Zach Taylor. And then mm-hmm. on the other side, too, uh, Lamar Jackson has been off tonight. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so from – from that standpoint, that's something that I did not anticipate happening uh, in this football game. Well, he uh, has a run-pass option there and rushes the ball for about four yards on second and nine, third and roughly five yards coming up with about 13 and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. Baltimore moving the ball into Cincinnati territory. I haven't seen Ronnie Stanley in the game. I've kind of been watching that left tackle spot where Lamar has received some pressure from the Bengals' rush, and I'm not sure if Stanley has been removed from the game completely or if he's still on kind of that pitch count thing. We'll watch for big number 78. Baltimore out in front, 13 to 10, 13 and a half minutes to go, and they are driving from the Cincinnati 42-yard line. We'll get back to the recaps. We'll take a look at the Dolphins and the Jets when we return. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. The temperature might be cooling off, but fall sports are heating up on BetRivers Online Sportsbook. BetRivers is your go-to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. 
Now's the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bettors will receive $500, up to $500, in free bets when you make a first time deposit using the code SPORTS. Go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. And the Baltimore Ravens looking at a first and 10 from about the 15-yard line of the Cincinnati Bengals. Lamar scrambles, and he's going to lose yardage there. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals trailing the Ravens currently 13-10, to and we are at about the 11-minute mark of the fourth quarter. Been a good drive here for Baltimore, a little bit sloppy, uh, but starting to see Lamar run the ball a little bit better, made a couple of nice passes. Of course, you always have the nice catch by Mark Andrews. <laughs> That's a staple in any, uh, in any Ravens drive. But uh, as far as the live market, the market is moving them up as far as a favorite in this ball game. They are now a five-and-a-half-point favorite, and your total continues to tick down, now down to 35-and-a-half. And there's another run by Jackson for about five yards or so. Looks like it'll be about third and six as they get it down to about the 10-yard line of the Cincinnati Bengals and now under 11 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, what are you thinking at this point, uh, Mike? I mean, I, I don't think it's looked like either team has been dominant here mm -hmm. tonight. No, I, I think it's a possession game still. Yeah. Uh, probably since that early on in that second quarter, uh, going now into the fourth quarter, and you think about uh, the inability to score points from Baltimore standpoint uh, in the fourth quarter. Uh, three points uh, if you look at it against Miami and then, okay, six points uh, on the road against uh, New England right there. But at home, uh, it's been a struggle uh, for Baltimore to kind of cement a football game. Uh, here's a great opportunity, though, and, and yet uh, are they going to come up short? I think they're going to be short here of the yardage to gain for the first down. And so here's another decision for mm -hmm. Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. Do you kick a field goal or do you go for it? I think he has to go for yeah. it. It was third and six. He came up really just about a foot mm -hmm. short. Right. Uh, and they're at about the two-and-a-half-yard line or which, so. Which, uh, if you watch that play and how football has changed, I, I mean, it, you would think about the opportunity, like on a flare pass like that, a big guy like that, to turn up field sooner perhaps and try to just bowl somebody over. and uh, Or do you get physical now? Now it's fourth down. Uh, let, let's try to get physical uh, against a team like this. So uh, it, it's fascinating how football has evolved and changed. Uh, but, you know, with Harbaugh and the experience that he's had so far in this year, uh, you think about how they've lost games mm -hmm. when they've had a lead and teams can come back from behind. Uh, is it, does that feed into some decisions as, too, as well, too? So um, I think they're changing up here, and now they're going to kick a field goal. Yeah, they went uh, down uh, under center there and tried to draw Cincinnati offside. It mm -hmm. didn't work. They took a delay a game, and now Justin Tucker trots out onto the field uh, for a virtual chip shot here, and it is good. 16-10 to 10 in favor of the Baltimore Ravens. Ten minutes left to go in this fourth quarter. Uh, an interesting decision. I, I wonder if Harbaugh, you know, was thinking back to last week when he when he played it a little bit differently. Right. Obviously, it's still a one possession game. Cincinnati right. can win the ball game possibly with a touchdown mm -hmm. here. So, sixteen to ten in favor of the Ravens. They remain five and a half point favorites in the live market, and your total dips to thirty four and a half. All right, Mike. Let's talk about the Dolphins and the Jets. This was. Not a great game for Miami fans, uh, Miami betters, uh, you name it. Uh, they are beat up at the quarterback position, but you got to be celebrating if you're a Jets fan. They were hitting for the cycle early in this game. They had a safety, a field goal, and then scored a touchdown. 
to make it 12 to nothing just after a little more than one quarter of football. And then it was Miami third string quarterback Skylar Thompson having to come in in relief of Teddy Bridgewater. He delivered a touchdown pass right before the half, and it was 19 to 14 Jets at halftime. It looked like Miami was going to be able to hang in this game. Bridgewater would not return a head injury being uh, evaluated for concussion and also an injured elbow, but it didn't get any better for Miami at all. They were outscored 21 to three in the second half. The Jets scored 21 points in the fourth quarter alone, and that was it. 40 to 17, your final. The Jets improved to three and two. Miami drops to three and two. Jets win outright as three-point underdogs, and the game just sneaks over the total. Yeah, I mean, divisional games are, are fascinating to me this year and 2022 in the National Football League. Uh, Robert Salah, mission number one, change the culture. I think he's doing that. I think he's done that. Uh, now you look at the Jets uh, in the situation that they're in, uh, learning how to put games in back-to-back fashion. They played well uh, on the road uh, against Pittsburgh uh, there. Uh, then now you come home. Uh, against a team that had been playing well, but yet you play better than they do. Uh, And certainly uh, you start to learn that. So if you're looking for signs of a culture change for the Jets, there it is right there. If you put that consistency uh, together in back-to-back weeks like that. So bolding well, bolding well right there for the Jets in terms of uh, them moving forward. Uh, On the other side, too, with Miami in their quarterback situation, uh, it's... I don't know how they solve this. I don't, I don't know how they get beyond this. I mean, uh, Thompson, at best, probably got mental reps all week as you're trying to catch Teddy Bridgewater up to speed to w- w- what you're doing uh, offensively. And then when you lose him, that compromises you too. Now, Mostert, uh, he was able to run the ball with his speed a little bit, but it's not a dominating running game. It's not a game uh, in which you can try to keep your opponent off the field either, which they needed to do today. I mean, the Jets put up, what, 40 points today, right? Yeah. Yeah, incredible. 23 or uh, 21 in the fourth quarter right. alone. Right, fourth quarter it alone. Was, it was a fairly close game for, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, at halftime right. it was 19-14. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dolphins missed a field goal in the second half, and that's just when it kind of all went sideways. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and I think we're seeing the, the signs of what we're seeing the signs of everywhere else when you have a new coach and, and okay, new system and all this and uh, to get out to a great start and, and you come from behind and you get these great victories. Uh, but I go back to saying, okay, I think the Dolphins are more fortunate than really, really good. Now, they have a chance to be good, though. I mean, but what's going to happen with the quarterback situation? Is Tua uh, going to come back anytime soon? I mean, he's been out uh, a number of uh, weeks here and uh, from a concussion standpoint and what we saw on TV, I don't know if anybody uh, is entertaining watching Tua come back out there. Uh, Bridgewater is banged up. Now, are you going to go with Skylar Thompson moving forward here? I mean, so many things moving in the wrong direction for this football team uh, right now with a, with a new head coach. The Vikings will travel to Miami to take on the Dolphins in week six. And because of that quarterback situation, Mike just mentioned, the Vikings are actually a road favorite Minus three points on the road at Miami. And the New York Jets will go on the road to Green Bay to take on the Packers. The Packers a favorite there by seven and a half points. The Chargers at the Browns. Mm. Cleveland went up 14 to nothing quickly in this game. But early in the second quarter, it was the UCLA product Joshua Kelly finding the end zone for the Chargers. And it was all of a sudden 14 to 10 Browns. Then L.A. took the lead 
after Austin Eckler caught a touchdown pass from Justin Herbert. And then Nick Chubb found the end zone for the second time already in this early football game, 21 to 17 already at halftime, and it was in favor of the Cleveland Browns. Then Austin Eckler ran at it again in the second half. Uh, another rushing touchdown to make it 24-21 in favor of the Chargers. Kareem Hunt responded for the Browns, and it was 28-27 Cleveland to begin the fourth quarter. This was a lot like the game these two teams had last year where they were just going back and forth. The Chargers get a field goal to go up 30-28. to Jacoby Brissett drives the Browns down the other way, and on third down from inside the Chargers' 10-yard line, Brissett throws a brutal interception. Chargers go back the other way and then go for it on fourth and two in their own territory and don't get it. They give the Browns life once again with no timeouts and about a minute left. And then rookie Cade York, he misses his second field goal of the day, a 54-yarder in the final seconds, and the Los Angeles Chargers hang on 30-28. to The game basically falls right on the number depending on when you got this one. It sails over the total. The Browns drop to two and three. Chargers move to three and two. What an amazing finish. Yeah, it shouldn't even have been that, to be honest with you, Brady. I want to give you some insight on, on players uh, right now. Uh, we're going to show you a tweet from Keenan Allen. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, which has fascinated me. Uh, here's a guy who's injured, can't help the team right now, but yet he's got time to tweet this out uh, from a coaching decision. It gives you a, a feel of that dynamic from veteran players in this league and this, that coach uh, and the fact that he went for it there uh, on fourth down. I, I mean, thought it was crazy, and apparently Keenan Allen did too. The tweet saying, WTF yeah. are we doing? So, file that away in terms of if there's any respect or credibility right now in that locker room for their head coach. Oh, they, they were completely lucky to, to win that football yeah. game. Yeah. And, and really lucky twice. Uh, I don't know how Brissett threw an interception. He was looking <sighs> right at the defender, he tried to throw it over his head, and I mean, just awful. He could have ran the ball in himself sure. at that point. And, and then they give them another chance, and they miss a 54-yard field goal. The Chargers just extremely lucky to get out of that building right. with a win. Um, and a push, a cover, depending on where you got the number, it fell right on to 30-28. to We'll be back with more in just a moment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.